Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 347 on the Get Merry Podcast. She's Sorry, like, I'm laughing because we actually just recorded two minutes of this podcast before we had to start again, which is perfect because today is about the, the three rules of success. And when we get to the first one, wow, you're just going to realize how ironic this moment is. Okay. We uh, rewatched this amazing, well, you've watched it before. You sent it to me yesterday. We watched this amazing YouTube video by Neil Gaiman. It's from 2012, this address that he did to uh, art student graduates. And it was so inspiring. And there were three key points that we picked up from this. And really there were three points of success. Uh, and we're really excited to share these with you today. Before we get into the rules of success, we're going to lead into the first one with a quote from Neil Gaiman himself, uh, as it is just a beautiful little snippet, a little roundup of the first rule that we're going to share with you. Mind you, these are the rules that we believe in. You can have your own rules. Okay, Neil says, I hope that in this year to come, and we will add in here and also just everyday life, that you make mistakes because if you are making mistakes, you're doing something. And I think that this leads us perfectly into rule one, and it's about making mistakes. It's about trying things. It's about things not going your way. It's about realizing that you actually don't have control over the outcome completely. And it's about not being afraid to try the impossible. Mm. And he mentions that in the speech, you know, that, you know, do impossible things, do things that haven't been done before. Because when you do things that haven't been done before, there are no rules and there's no one telling you that they can't be done. And I just loved that. Yeah. And the only way really to, like, this is why we do make mistakes because we're, we're walking unwalked paths. We're treading our own path. Mm. We're not going to get it perfectly right the first time, the second time, maybe never. But the thing is the mistakes become part of the success. They either direct you to where you're meant to be going or perhaps you just like end up realizing that, hey, yeah, life isn't perfect. Why did I ever think or expect it to be? Why did I ever think that when like really there's no guarantee in that? Yeah, and I just think like if you think about – like imagine if you like things you, – you had this like idea and it just like it has happened – and every time it just happened, yeah. like there would be no, um, there would be no story to tell. There would be no uh, depth to your journey because 
the falling down and the getting back up again, like in that, that's like what creates resilience and that's what creates like uh, the grit and, yeah. the, and the human. Well, I think so often, and I mean like we don't want to glorify these hardships no. as well. Like we don't want to glorify flight failure financially or romantically or whatever. Uh, but, you know, upon reflection you can look back and think, well, yeah, you, you know what, like during these hard times where I did make mistakes – I learned so much, not just about myself, but about life itself. Mm. I learned about how humans communicate better. Uh, I think, you know, these times have made me personally to be the woman I am today through going through hardships Mm. and through making these mistakes. Yeah, this growth. And I think as well, you know, what this first little point is really about too is like, don't beat yourself up about making a mistake. Don't look at yourself in this negative way. Oh, I made this mistake. I suck. I'm giving up. It's like knowing that the mistake is normal, mm. is okay. It doesn't make you a failure. It just makes you perhaps, yeah, you chose that wrong direction, but now you can go step the next, you know, the ne- walk the next path uh, with more conviction and more knowledge and, and, uh, and maybe that's the right path and you won't make mistakes or maybe you'll just keep on making mistakes and then you get to the point where you're like, oh, they all make sense or maybe not. But the thing is, if we don't try anything new, if we don't bank on ourselves, if we're too scared of these mistakes, we end up not doing anything at all. Mm, and th- what's the point of that? Yeah, exactly. And I think that is that is the point of this one. Yeah. You know, like even the word mistake, like that is a perception, right? Like we, yeah, can, what, we can decide yeah. that it's not a mistake and then it just is and just happened. Like, and that really is what life is. Like we, yeah. we don't have, it's not like all time highs all the time. That's so true. I mean, like what? What even defines a exactly. mistake? Like, like let's think. Okay, uh, business wise, I mean, these, I'm gonna, I don't want to spoil all the other points. Maybe this is for the end. But business wise, it's like you might think it's a mistake, but why? Because you're not making as much yeah. money. But perhaps you met amazing people and created these amazing relationships. Mm. Like, what? What's success? Yeah. To me, that is a great success too. Like meeting people, building relationships, and who knows what you can collaborate in the future with. Yeah. Uh, or do you just focus on financial and then it's like, well, yeah, if your bank is going down, you can look at that that uh, direction as a mistake. Yeah. But perhaps it's I, not. <laughs> exactly. And I think that that is the – like leads us perfectly onto the next rule uh, of success. And this is specifically about success itself. Uh, it's figuring out like what does success look like to you? What does su- success – that word always like makes success stutter. Um, when we are speaking at that retreat yesterday, I literally said, I was like, success. <laughs> success. Maybe you have a block to success. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't. Uh, so, yeah, it's about asking yourself, like, what does success feel like? What does success look like? And it's realizing that success is much more than a monetary figure. Because I think in our world that we live in and potentially the world that you, listener, hello, you live in too, uh, success is very much based on how much money you get every year, the house that you live in, mm. the things that you own, uh, the car that you drive, so the sh- holidays. Should our rule gone. should our rule actually just be success is not your bank account? Can we just put like that's our rule? Our rule is totally that. Like, 
our rule is and the and success is not what you own. Yeah, success is not what you own. And really success as Carla said, it is a very personal thing and it's an accumulation. It's a combination of all these things. Yes, finances can be part of your success, but they're not solely on that. Uh yes, what you own can be part of it. You know what? Be house proud, yes. But don't let uh, your attachment to the McMansion with the five bathrooms or whatever you want, don't let that attachment reduce the the goodness of all else. I think that's the point, isn't mm. it? It's like don't get so distracted with one aspect of your success that you forget about everything else. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that you r- ruin everything else, in fact. Like yeah. you, you become disappointed with all the other things because of this one area that you don't – that you may lack. Mm. I mean I feel like as well – like the obvious one is the distraction with the finances. Like we live in this capitalist world like where, yeah, money is important. The more money you have, the more stuff you can buy. The more money you have, the more inverted commas power you have, which is probably true in this world that we live in. Uh, but you can tap out of that. You don't have to live like that. You can if you want. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, I think that I think that this the rule is, yeah, absolutely like success does not equal your bank account or the stuff that you own. Because if you were to only look at that. Like you, it wouldn't be a very happy life, would it? Like it wouldn't be a fulfilled life. It wouldn't be uh, a love-filled life. I just like, I think because we have come from that place where we were really shopaholics and like we loved shiny new mm. things. And yeah, I want, I did want all that for myself at some stage. I wanted to be really rich. I did, and. I think realizing from meeting people who were really rich, I realized that, you know, that's so lucky that we did meet these people, Mm -hmm. I think, because we saw how bloody unhappy they were. And I'm not saying all really rich people are unhappy because that's not a good mindset either Uh, because I've met really happy, wealthy people too. But it showed me, it proved to me that great wealth is not, just equal to happiness Mm. no yeah well the happy rich people were the ones also focusing on their relationships and they were the ones also focusing on learning and they were the ones and they were giving back yeah they were the ones who were giving and being generous and And they also felt okay about how they're making their money Mm. i think this is important how we make our money Mm -hmm. it's not just how much it's how we do it this is huge actually this is major i mean we have friends who yeah feel I can feel it in them when they talk they feel shame about what they're how they're earning their money and I'm like why are you doing it then Mm. you have this one life this isn't the most important thing about life maybe shift gears you can change gosh I think how you make your money is more important than how much you make agreed what do you think what do you think we would love to know um Let's move to the third and final rule of success. <laughs> and I really like this one. And I think Neil talked about this in his YouTube video. And it really hit home to me because I am, this is like my downfall of life. Uh, and <laughs> not like 
not like that dramatic, guys. But like I resonated with it. I was yes, like, wow, I, like, I want to work with I want to work on this. Like, and it's not that this happens all the time. It's just that I can notice it when it does and where it has. Uh, and it's something that you're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I'm going to try not to do that. Uh, so it was this idea uh, that we're not enjoying the success. We're not enjoying the journey. So Neil received this advice from Stephen King. We've all heard of Stephen King, amazing writer. Uh, and Neil was having this level of success with his comic books, The Sandman, which I didn't know was a comic book. Did, Did you watch it? No, but you I, didn't watch I know, it. but I didn't know that it was a comic book and now yeah. it's a Netflix TV show. I'm like, that's so cool. The show was so wow, good. Wow, that's really I loved it. I thought that was so cool to hear. Like, you know, that was so long ago and now yeah. it's a Netflix show. And I was just like, Jesus. Yeah, I think it was made I don't know when it was made. The show? Yeah. Oh, it was I thought it was only new. Well, it was new on Netflix. Oh. I think it might have been a bit older. I can't remember. I don't okay. know. Okay. So, but Stephen King said, Wow, like look what's happening around you. Like, isn't this exciting? Make sure you enjoy it. <laughs> and Neil read out, like, said this advice to all of these graduates and he said, guess what? I didn't listen to this piece of advice. What I did instead was worry about where was the next success? Where was the next story going to be? Uh, what was I going to write next? Oh, now I have this amount of money. I better make sure I keep this amount of money like because that would be bad if I didn't. Uh, and I can resonate completely because I look back on our journey and be like, wow, look at those successful moments. And I was always like riddled with like worry afterwards because it was like, well, now we've got this, like now we've got to keep it and now we've got to keep it up. Now we've got to make sure we do the next thing. And like, what are we going to do? And it's tiring. Yeah, I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired thinking about it. And like even like I can sense that worry from you. Like I know when you worry and (laughs) it impacts me too. So stop stop it. it. Please stop it. Can we just enjoy our lives? I think that's such a major one. Oh, my gosh. I mean, again, what's the point? You get to the end of your life and you're like, oh, great. Look at what I achieved. I just worried about it the whole time. I just stressed the whole time. How stupid are we? Humans are dumb. We all know this. (laughs) It's true, though. Like, I'm dumb. I do dumb stuff. You do dumb stuff. We all do dumb stuff. But we can learn. That's cool about being a human. Mm. We can reflect. Another cool thing about being human. But make sure we do it and make sure we take the lesson and then step forward with that knowledge. Very important. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that this is really, this is the biggest rule of success because, as Emmy said, like, what's the point? Like, if we're not actually enjoying the journey if we're not even enjoying look unless you're like saving lives unless you're doing such great good for the world and you're not enjoying it but you're still doing it like there's a point yeah we always say yeah exactly like there's a definite point we always whenever i like am getting stressed out or like something big is happening like in our business we'll always just take a step back and be like look we're not saving lives are we we're not doctors we're not doctors we're not not brain surgeons we're not being you know going out and being heroes no. like you know people taking people out of burning buildings yeah our work like to us our work is important but it's not like it's not life and death yeah. i mean you know potentially potentially like it is, it is it could I, self-acceptance is a really good in me- message and it helped me a lot mm. uh but it's not an emergency yes so i think like it's realizing that and then releasing that um not the importance, but the level of importance that you put on, like, what you're doing and yourself. And, like, really self-importance. self-importance. It's like, hang on a minute. Like, also, what else is important? Like, you enjoying yourself. Like, not just you making X, Y, Z and you doing X, Y, Z. And, or you sustaining that level that you've reached. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, 
when you start out something, when you, even when, for example, you could liken this to like, you know, starting your first job and being like the lowest rank and mm. then like wanting to get to the next rank. And then what do you want to do when you get to the next rank? You want to get to the next rank. And like, you want to get to the next rank. And like, I remember this in the, in the public service. I was started as an APS five. My goal was I'm going to get to APS six. And like back then I was like, I'm going to be an EL one by the time I'm 23. Lucky I quit my job when I was 21. I bet you I would have been an EL1 when I was 23 if I'd yeah. stayed there. And then I would have wanted to be an EL2. And like, then I would have wanted maybe a national manager. And like, these are the kinds of things. Like, and then you just want to get to the next stage. Yeah. And that, that, like, there was no enjoyment. Like, you get there and you're like, cool, I'm here now next. And yeah. you didn't actually, like, relish. I think uh, a lot of the problems in that, or maybe what creates this problem, is following the should be's. Mm is that you perceive, you think that life should look a certain way and you kind of have this plan for yourself, even if you haven't told it to yourself, like, but you have this plan in the back of your head because perhaps you saw your mum and dad doing it or perhaps you saw the people around you who you thought were really happy, you thought they did it and you are like, that's what I want in my life. And, of course, the should be is normally like that job, the promotion, like growing salary. It also involves getting married uh, probably kids, owning that house. Maybe if you're in Australia, yes, the investment property, uh, maybe the third investment property. That seems like everyone wants that now. But it's like, hang on a minute, like what comes with that life and do you actually want it? Because like all these things, like every p- thing you choose, you have to make sure that you actually want it, mm. your heart actually wants it because it takes you away from something else because when you walk that path, of course, that means you can't go the other path. Mm. And maybe the other path is where your heart really wants to go. <laughs> so you're going, are you going to follow the mind path and the should be's or are you going to follow your heart path? And what path is going to lead to more fulfillment and happiness? The heart path. Obviously. Oh. And probably, like, it will be harder and more mistakes maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying marriage and kids is easy. That's definitely not easy. <laughs> but, you know, that societal should be. Yeah. And that's the thing as well. Then you go down this path of, like, no, I do want that. And that's great. That's fantastic when you, like, question it and then you can know for sure, no, I want that. Mm. And you walk that path with, like, yes. Conviction. Yes. That word again, conviction. You know what you want. It's your truth. But I think it's always a good idea to question it. And, you know, we can question it when we're halfway on the path and then change. Mm -hmm. You can change. We're allowed to change. You can quit the job. You can uh, end relationships. You can't get rid of children. Don't do that. Like, keep your children. But, you know, make space for you in amongst the children. Like, um, I think, you know, we see it all the time with our members. Members, our Marybody members, I should say, uh, you know, finding time for themselves in the busyness of Life. life and parenthood. And even if it is just 10 minutes for your heart, for your goals, for your dreams, take it and own it. And, you know, 10 minutes will grow just because you only have 10 minutes today. Maybe tomorrow you'll have 20 and then maybe next week you'll have an hour or maybe it'll be next year and you'll have a whole day for your dreams. Uh, But start somewhere, even if it is just that 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. So that's like a fourth rule, like the should be, but it also links to the third rule. I think it links to all of them too. All the rules. I think check in. Check in with the should be's. Are you shooting yourself? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) But do what you want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If it is your want, do it. Yes. 
I really enjoy this chat. Three rules of success. Let's quickly run over them again. So you can write them in your notepad, in your diary, in your phone, and you can check in. In your brain. In your brain. Just remember them. So number one, are you making mistakes? Go and make them. You should. (laughs) This is the one should you should do. (laughs) Make mistakes. Do it. Number two, figure out what success means and feels like to you. And it's not just money. And it's not just stuff you own. (laughs) Number three. When you reach that success, when you reach that goal, and even on the journey toward the success and the goal, is there joy? Let's check in. Well, I love these rules. (laughs) All right. If you loved this episode, let us know. Also, please... uh, write a review. <laughs> stutter, stutter, stutter. It's been the stuttery uh, episode today. Three forty-seven. Wow. We would love a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this podcast. And if you have any requests of what you would like us to dive into more, let us know. You can message us on Instagram, and we will always get back to you. Otherwise, we'll be back in your ears with a brand new episode next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.